Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Avatar The After Show. This is the one and only show we are reviewing, where we reviewed every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And I use reviewed in the past tense. Why? Because we finished the series. We have, we, we got through it all. We have finished the finale last week. We talked about Sozin's Comet in a special hour and a half long episode of Avatar The After Show. And that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to get to talk about that episode. And um, <clears throat> we are going to be talking about a lot of stuff on this. Because this is a special wrap-up show. Not just of the third and final season, but also just... This is the final episode of Avatar The After Show. After this episode, Avatar The After Show officially comes to a close. And I'm very excited to talk to you guys during this episode. So, without any further ado, let's let's talk about what a season it's been. Like, what a season we have you know, it it started in the beginning of the year. We talked about the first half of season three and, you know, just getting to discuss all of all of what happened in the begin uh post season two, you know. Um let me just go back all the way back to the beginning of the year in which we reviewed the beginning of season Season 3. Yeah. Episode episode 1. Of season 3. Was published on January 11th. And here we are on December 11th. Or at least. As I'm recording this December 11th. Of 2023. It's crazy. It's crazy how... How fast time flies. But nevertheless, we're here. We're here to discuss all of it. So um I wanna kinda talk talk about um I wanna talk about the um um this season, uh season three. <clears throat> and then I'm gonna talk about and then I'm gonna give you guys since we have finished the series, I'm going to give you guys my top 10 favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and then I'm going to kind of tell you guys a little bit. I'm going to do a little bit of um, recapping on on this show and talk about uh, just share some personal stories about this show that I want that I always knew I was going to talk about when we got to the end of it. So let's let's. Talk about the season as a whole. Man, what a jam-packed season this was. Um, for the <coughs> for the third and final season, I felt like they really packed it all. There was a lot of great stories to be told. A lot of things they had to wrap up in all these in these three episodes. And I felt and I I've from the moment I've I watched this for the first time all the way to now, I stand by it. I think season three did a really good job of wrapping up the wrapping up the series and over as a whole 
Season 3 is my favorite of the three seasons. Um, season 2 definitely has my favorite episode of all time, which you know we'll get into that when we talk about it. But as a whole, Season 3 is my favorite because there's not a single episode that is bad. Even the one that I've labeled as my least favorite episode is a good episode. You know, like, it it doesn't, there's not <clears throat> a lot of unnecessary fat this season. Season 2, as much as I love it, there is some unnecessary fat in there. There is a couple of episodes where I'm like, okay, yeah, this isn't really that good. Season 1, also, same thing. Season 1 has a couple of, has one or two episodes where I'm like, ah, oh, that's not really that good. But season three, every single episode, in some way or another, blended in with <clears throat> either the characters' journeys or the or the the overall story that they've been telling in this th- in these three seasons. So, so that's kind of that was kind of that was really cool to see. So we are going to talk about season three. So let's go ahead and um. Break season three down. Let's start with the most underrated episode in season three. By far the most underrated episode in season three is Sokka's Master. Now, not because I think people... Not because I'm saying people think this is a bad episode. I From a lot of a lot of people who I know who, who have seen the show actually really do like this episode. The thing that I think makes it so incredibly... Um, underrated is the fact that nobody talks about it the fact that there's barely any conversation about it and i think this is actually one of my favorite episodes of the season um uh because you have you know Sokka already in this season has a pretty big arc this season the fact that they they really did bring his character arc full circle. And some might argue that his character arc kind of ends with the with the with the Day of Black Sun episode. Um because after after the Day of Black Sun, they really kind of don't really I mean I guess I guess I can make the argument for the boiling rock continuing um kind of being the capping off point of his arc. But this kind of uh, progressed it in a way, progressed his journey in a way that made it feel really um, different, but also still kept true to who the character of Sokka really is. Um, the fact that he's training to be a swordsman, you know, and the fact that they basically give commentary on the fact that, like, you know, Sokka, he's Sokka's like he's the Hawkeye of of he's the Hawk. Like, if 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 we're gonna compare. Team Avatar, like the the Aang crew, to the Avengers, Sokka's pretty much the Hawkeye slash Black Widow. You know, he's the guy who has the 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 brains and the intelligence, but he's not he 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 can't he can't control water, air, or fire or earth. You know, he's just he's just got you know, and and they play with that in this episode. They definitely delve into that, and the, and the idea of him training to be this kind of master swordsman um is a really neat idea the only kind of 
thing I would have tweaked about it is that I wish they had gone further with it and like given him maybe like another swordsman to fight against in the finale. Like maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just a maybe that's maybe they'll do that in the live action series. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I I definitely think um uh that this is at least an underrated episode in the sense that i don't really feel like anybody gives it anybody really talks about it and i think more people should because it's actually a really important episode especially when it comes to furthering um Sokka's arc as a character now least favorite moment of the season I don't have one for this. I know. I I was looking for one. I even rewatched the entire I re-binged the entire season 3. Could not find a single moment this season that maybe made me go, ah, "I don't really like that." Every single moment is great. So let's move on to my favorite moment of season 3. There's a lot of great moments in season 3. A lot of great badass moments in season three. But for me, the absolute number one that stands head and shoulders above everything else, Zuko and Azula's Agni Kai. The final, the final Agni Kai that Zuko and Azula have at the Fire Nation Palace in the Sozin's Comet finale is... Not just my favorite moment of season three, but it's my favorite fight. I talked about this in the in the review. It's my favorite fight in the entire show. Everything from the animation to the chore to the choreography to the music to the use of color. It is such a beautifully well made fight that I think and and this is coming from someone who likes Dragon Ball. There's no fight in Dragon Ball. I'm going to make this... I'm, this is going to be a hot take. There is no fight in Dragon Ball that is better than this... That, than Zuka versus Azula uh, in their final Agni Kai. At least... And this is coming from someone... Look, I love me some Dragon Ball Z. You know, I love... I love Goku... Gohan versus Cell. And I like Goku versus Frieza. But if you're going to compare it to the fights in Avatar, this this fight alone beats out any fight in Dragon Ball, you know. And <laughs> and I I really do think that this is a fight that just is just more thrilling than what we get with Aang versus. Oh, now don't get me wrong. The fight between Aang and Ozai is still a great fight. It's still a really good uh, action action moment, and it is the fight that essentially um, the entire show had been building to. However, the big kind of thing that I'll give against the Aang versus Ozai fight um, is that it's really just Ozai chasing Aang for the first half, and then and then Aang 
jumps into the Avatar state, and then Aang starts chasing Ozai for the rest of it. You know, there's not really a lot that happens in the fight. You know, um, yeah, Aang has a cool moment where he redirects lightning. Uh, Aang also has a great moment where he's actually bending the four elements. Um, and then you obviously have the the way it concludes with um, the energy bending, but but I think this fight between Azula and Zuko with their Agni Kai really is more emotional, and it's more emotionally impactful. I mean, like, just watching it in preparation for the review, I had tears coming out of my eyes. It was, like, that fight was so beautifully done. And that's another another element that the show had kind of been building to. You know, from the very first episode, Zuko, from the very first season, um, Zuko talked about how you know, he was kind of jealous that Azula was getting a lot of the attention. Um, <clears throat> and that Z- Azula got the approval of their father. Um, and then you have Azula who it felt neglected from the mother. And, you know, this idea of both of them, both of these kids who were neglected by their parents, ultimately um, settling settling this in a in an Agni Kai of all uh in an Agni Kai is just a a tragic it's 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 beautifully tragic in a way because you start to see Zuko step up and become the character that he in and kind of become the Aragorn uh if we're you know compared to Lord of the Rings he kind of becomes the Aragorn you know of this season where he really does um, fulfill his destiny as a character, and then you see Azula just really go down the during this entire fight, go down this incredible, just complete downward spiral from a psychological standpoint. You know, again, it's what makes it um, both a visually beautiful fight, but also something that ultimately becomes very tragic at the same time. So that's kind of what I like. That's so that by far is my favorite moments of the entire season, hands down. Um, there's some other great moments, you know. Um, some really hilarious moments, like you know, Prince Zuko. It is time we have a talk about your hair. It's gone too far. Um, <laughs> Azula, my sister, what are you doing here? You got me. Wait, what's that? I think it's your honor. Where? She escaped, but how? Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just love that episode so freaking much. I know, I know it has nothing to... I know there's not really much story that goes on in that episode, but I love it so freaking much. All right, let's go ahead and jump, let's go ahead and talk about the least favorite episode of season three, and my least favorite episode of season three is the Runaway. Um, again, not that this is a this is not a bad episode. In fact, I'm pretty sure when I reviewed it, I gave it a very positive review. Um, 
when you compare it to everything else, it is the weakest of the of the of the other of the other episodes. You know, it really they it, it not there's not really much that happens. Um other than uh combustion man showing up again, not really anything exciting happens in this episode. It's just really an episode where Toph and Katara basically just become jerks to one another. And then they try to pull off a big scam and then all of a sudden have to team up against Combustion Man by the end of it. Like it, it's it's and again, not that it's bad, you know, it's it's definitely a really good epi- it's a good episode. There is some really good animation and look, I love the and because Toph is one of my favorite characters in the show, I love the character, but but I I just don't know I don't know if I would ever say that this is a great episode. It's a very good episode. Very good episode. But I wouldn't say it's a great episode by any stretch of the imagination. Um okay. So, uh, least favorite episode. And now let's get into my favorite episode of season three. And you guys already know what it is. My favorite episode of season three is Nightmares and Daydreams. Oh my gosh. When, when, when Aang has that dream of, of not wearing pants in his fire, in his fight against the Fire Lord, it's one of the most greatest moments of the show. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, by the way. Although that's a, although it's a fun episode. Um, no, my favorite episode of the season is the Southern Raiders. This episode, talk about emotion. This is one of the darkest, one of the more emotionally gripping episodes of season three. Um, and it's a very heartbreaking episode. Um, you learn more about the circumstances that led to Katara losing her mother, you know, and what happened that fate, that fateful day and why Katara of all people has a reason to hate the fire nation, you know? Um, and ultimately it's an episode about, um, pain and, the 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 lengths that someone's willing to go to exact revenge, you know, it's it's a theme that I feel like the Last of Us Part Two tried to touch on, but I don't think did it as successfully as this did. You know, <clears throat> like this was able to touch on it in a in a way that felt like that made sense with what the characters were, you know, like, whereas in The Last of Us, I feel like with their theme, it was like, Ellie's on this revenge trail, but we're gonna, we're gonna show you that, that Abby is actually a pretty sympathetic character, no, they don't do that, in fact, this, in this episode, they don't have you sympathize with this fire, with this fire nation, uh, with, with this, um, uh, Captain at all. They don't have, they do not give him any sympathy. In fact, they show him as this pathetic loser who's living with his mother, you know? 
Um, and uh, ultimately, he's the he begs for her to spare his life. You know. Now imagine if they had done the Last of Us Part Two kind of thing, and they just went, "Well, you know, we're going to show you his perspective, and we're going to show you why he she he decided to kill Katara's mother." No. That would make no sense. That would that that's the stupidest thing you could have done. That's, it's 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 why I kind of don't like The Last of Us Two. But again, that's not a review of The Last of Us Two. But I'm just saying it's a fair comparison to make is because this this is a way this is how you do it right. This is how you do it right. You know, um, you give us a character who's on a revenge mission, but you don't go out of your way to undermine that emotion by saying, well, the other person, here's the other person's story, and it turns out they're pretty sympathetic. It's pretty, we're, we can sympathize with them too. And, and that's not the way, that's not the way it should work. And, you know, and, and really it, it was the smart move for, for this story in particular. Now, I will also say this. Just because I think the Southern Raiders is the best episode does not mean I want to undermine how powerful the finale is, how incredible the Day of Black Sun episode is, how awesome the Avatar and the Fire Lord episode is, or um, the Beach episode or the Amber Island players, or any, like I'm just saying, from a pure storytelling and pure emotional standpoint, the Southern Raiders for me is the best episode of season three. And I could watch this episode. I will ch- sometimes I'll put on Avatar on Netflix and I'll just turn on this episode because I because I know I'm gonna enjoy it from beginning to end. Um. It's just that damn awesome. And I I love every moment of it. So but so that is my favorite episode of season three. And now we're gonna get into this <coughs> the series recap. And we are gonna talk about my I'm gonna give you guys my top ten favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the best episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. All right, guys, and we are going to get right into our top, my top 10 favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender to wrap this whole, uh, or to get closer to wrapping this whole thing up. But I'm going to start with some honorable mentions because I got a few here. Um, first honorable mention I have is The Blind Bandit. This is the episode <coughs> in Season 2, Top's Introduction. Great episode. Um, uh, just didn't make my top 10. Tales of Bossing Say, another really good episode. <coughs> Only reason why I didn't make my top 10 is because there are a couple of the short stories that aren't really that great. Um, definitely the highlight of this episode is Iroh uh, singing that um that that leaves from the vine song um at the end it's definitely a 
one of the more touching scenes uh from from the from the series um we got the beach um which is in season 3 of course uh one of my favorite episodes involving Zuko and we get to learn more about May, Tylee <coughs> and Azula and um a little bit why about why they are the way that they are the next honorable mention is the Avatar and the Fire Lord. Uh, again, a little bit of a backstory on Roku and Sozin's friendship. Um, and it's an episode that I think could become its own uh, miniseries if they decided to ever do do that. Um, and then The Boiling Rock, one, uh, another really great episode. Um, you know, hey... Riot! Ah! Forget controlling my anger. Let's riot! Um, yeah, really, uh, fun episode with some good, uh, with some good, uh, humorous moments, uh, especially, uh, that moment in particular. All right, let's actually get into the list. These are my top 10 <coughs> favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. At number ten, we have Siege of Siege of the North, uh, both parts, part one and two. Um, Siege of the North is um, a fantastic finale to season one. Um, it has everything that you're looking for: action, great story, um, a great character development, um, just everything you're looking for. In an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and really set the stages for where the show was going uh, from from that point on. Number nine, we have The Day of Black Sun. Again, both part one and two. Um, this is the uh, this is one the mid-season finale of season three. Um, it is uh Definitely one of the one of the show's um, biggest um, episodes as far as from a pure battle from a pure action standpoint. You know, this is our heroes executing this plan that they've been uh, setting up since the library episode of season two. But it also has other great moments like Zuko confronting his father and. Aang, Sokka, and Toph fighting Azula, um, and some other great moments. And it also reunites a bunch of characters, like the brings back characters like the Boulder or um, you know Haru, and all these other characters um, that we haven't seen for a little while. Uh, the next episode we have is the Ember Island Players. This is uh, the episode before the finale and it's one of the funniest it's the funniest episode of the entire uh of the entire show um and just based on that that's why i put it in my in my top 10 um just pure just from a pure comedy standpoint every joke lands in this episode and it's a lot of fun to watch at number seven we have the puppet master um definitely the the first episode where you can actually say that this is essentially a horror movie. 
Like, this episode of The Puppet Master is essentially a horror movie. You have this mystery where people are being abducted and they and you, and they don't and they're being controlled by a mysterious uh, what they think is a mysterious uh, spirit, but what they come to find out is actually this uh, this woman who learned how to bloodbend and um, and getting to know her and knowing her backstory and why she's doing the things that she's doing. She actually does become a very sympathetic character. Even though you don't condone what she's doing, you understand why she's doing it. And those are some of the best villains when you can really understand why they're doing the things that they're doing. Um, and it's just, it's intense. Um, and it's an episode where Katara really gets to shine as a character uh, as well. At number six, we have the one that started it all, The Boy in the Iceberg. Um, now, I am specifically talking about the pilot. I'm not talking about the... the. I know this episode is another one that was kind of, quote-unquote, split into two, but I'm not talking about the Avatar Returns. I'm talking about The Boy in the Iceberg, which is the, which is the very first episode of the series, um, the boy in the iceberg is, um, a, it's the one that started it all. And it's the one where you really got to meet these wonderful characters. Um, especially our main three characters, Aang, Katara, and Sokka. And for that reason alone, it deserves to be in the top six. At number five, we have the storm. Another really great episode in season one, um, Getting to know, to understand the backstory of why Aang uh, ran away. Um, and learning more about his destiny as the Avatar um, was something that was was uh, it was interesting to say, uh, to see. Um, and then also really getting to understand Zuko's backstory. Not not just how he got the scar, but, but why he is so hell-bent on finding the Avatar because uh, finding the Avatar will not only regain him his his honor, but will also um, uh, you know, it will also show his father that he is uh, destined to be the leader of the Fire Nation. Um, and uh, and that's why I love this episode because and it also really does show just how similar both Zuko and Aang really are from a character standpoint. Alright. At number four, we have Zuko Alone. Uh a, an episode entirely dedicated to the character of Zuko. Um really understand not uh, getting a little bit more about his childhood um and seeing how much he was loved by, um, uh, seeing how much he was loved, uh, by his mother and the, the lengths that his mother did, uh, to really, would go to really protect him from, uh, from Ozai and from Azula in particular. Um, it's a very tragic, but it also lines up pretty well with him, uh, meeting this family, and then ultimately when they find out he's a he's a firebender, uh, they reject him and they hate him, 
um, uh, for being a firebender. Um, and that's when Zuko really opens his eyes and starts to see um, the hatred of um, uh, of seeing the hatred that the rest of the world has for the Fire Nation. At number three, we have the finale, Sozin's Comet. Um, and yes, I am talking about the entire finale, all four parts, Sozin's Comet. <laughs> it is, I, it is literally like, I, I'll go so far to say it is one of the greatest TV show finales of all time. Um, I, I, if I had to put together a top 10 list of my favorite TV show finales, it would probably be number two and a second only behind the finale of Breaking Bad. Uh, I do think the finale of Breaking Bad was much better than the finale of Avatar The Last Airbender. But that being said, this finale is fantastic. Everything that the show had been setting up all culminates in this big giant episode that almost feels like you're watching a movie. You know, it doesn't feel like you're watching an episode of a TV show. It feels like you're watching a movie, you know? And they give it that cinematic feel, you know? Um, and I I love this episode. You know, the, the fight, the Agni Kai with Zuko and Azula is fantastic. Um, the ending is great with... Katara and Aang finally having their their the not their first kiss but the final kiss but the finale is just it it I I almost would say if we're if we're comparing Avatar to Lord of the Rings this is the return of the king you know of Avatar the Last Airbender you know just how emotional it is and just how nicely everything wraps up in the story and it's 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 really wonderful to see that at number 2 we have the southern raiders another really great episode and i talked about it as me kind of explaining why it's my favorite episode in season 3 so i don't really need to explain too much but yeah if you want to know kind of how i feel about it um you can definitely uh, go back in this podcast and hear that, my reasoning for it. But at number one, we have the Guru slash Crossroads of Destiny. This is the finale of season two. Um, I know the Guru and the Crossroads of Destinies are two separate episodes, especially when you're going into the DVD. But I like to count them, much like Sozin's comment, I like to count it as one big giant episode. Um, this is basically the Empire Strikes Back. You know, this is where ever, where where just shit hits the fan in 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 both really terrible but also kind of glorious ways. Um, yes, it ends with our heroes being defeated, and it ends on tragedy. But it's one of those things where it sets you up for, like, where is this going to go? Like, where can the story go from here? 
You know, they really do leave that leave that whole side of the um, of the story open, and um, and the action is great. That fight, that final fight with Azula and Katara, Zuko and Aang, is fantastic in that crystal cave. Um, uh, the betrayal of Iroh is is tragic. It's just this episode has it all, and it even and it even has some very good, well placed humor. Um, you know, I talked about it last season, but it's literally one of my favorite episodes um, of any TV show, not just Avatar, just of any TV show ever. And it's my favorite episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender. So, running down the top ten list one more time. At number 10, The Siege of the North. At number 9, The Day of Black Sun. At number 8, The Ember Island Players. Number 7, The Puppet Master. Number 6, The Boy in the Iceberg. Number 5, The Storm. Number 4, Zuko Alone. Number 3, Sozin's Comets. Number 2, The Southern Raiders. And number 1, The Guru slash Crossroads of Destiny. And that is... My top 10 favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. So now that we've done all that, now that we've gone through the top 10 and we've gone through the season recap, I want to talk about something. Now that now that we have done it, um, we're getting close to the wrap-up of, of this episode. I want to just talk about this show and what this show has meant to me. So... In back ever since I started my YouTube channel, which is about about eight years ago, as of this year, okay, I've been doing I've been I've been doing this for a total of eight years. On my YouTube channel, I had this idea where I was going to review the three seasons of Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I was going to basically um, turn them. It's kind of like a tribute to the show. I would I would have um, given it its own intro, given it its own theme, uh, its own theme music, and really um, delve into each season in two parts. Review the first half of season one in one video, the second half of season one in in another video, and then so and then do that with all three seasons. And I was gonna do that. Um, every, and I was going to do one every year, you know, and kind of, so like the first video would have been released in 2015, second video, 2016, third video, 2017, and so on and so on until we got to the finale of the show. And I kept developing the idea and just nothing went, went nothing went anywhere with it. And then something happened a little thing called the pandemic hit us and i had gotten laid off at a job that i was working at at the time and i had nothing going on i was stuck at home like everybody else i was stuck at home kind of sitting in my room with nothing to do and i and you know i was doing the zeke Sedso show and i was doing throwback thursday at the time and i was like well wait a minute why don't i do a podcast. I've always wanted to do something with Avatar The Last Airbender. What if I started a podcast, a show, 
where I review every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And we'll see how that goes. And then I started doing it. And I loved it. Um, We even tried doing Q&A questions, which ultimately I had to stop because no one would, because I would I would get I would barely get any questions, um, but it ultimately kind of worked. It it just worked, and people were were watching it, were listening to it, and I would get messages from you guys saying that you were actually watching the show while I was reviewing the episodes, and I it. it it just it gave me joy hearing that feedback just as much joy as i had watching the show, rewatching it you know um this is i've always said this but avatar the last airbender is my favorite tv show of all time there is not a single tv show that i have watched that even comes close to being as great as uh as this one um and and i i just and i i knew i was going to have fun reviewing it but i never once knew how fun how much fun you guys would have listening to it um i never once brought on a single co-host for this show didn't bring anybody on to help me talk about it. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't. Because I got to just do this. And I got to tell my... Give my thoughts. And I got to kind of break it down the way I wanted to break it down. You know? I'm going to tell a little story about how, what the show really means to me. Back in, when I was in high school, I remember I was in, I was taking an English class and I was asked, what are some stories that stand out to you? And I said, I picked three stories. One was the Lord of the Rings. Two was um, Harry Potter. And three was Avatar The Last Airbender. I think Avatar The Last Airbender... And and the reason why I chose Avatar The Last Airbender is because the show... It's not just great storytelling from a pure plot standpoint. But the characters are engaging. (laughs) The action is fantastic. It's just very well written. It's it's well written all the way around. And I don't think a single children's cartoon has ever topped the writing that is in this show. And I am so grateful that you guys got to join us on this crazy ride. Um, 
You got to. I got to experience. Other people who love this show. And, um, it was, um, look at what I can't ask for anything more than that. <coughs> um, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I can't ask for anything more than that. Just how. how amazing you guys are and how amazing you guys have been during the during the process of uh of making this show and i'm going to tell you right now i'm going to miss it very much i'm going to miss doing this show um now as far as the future well zeke will will you review the live action series. Will you still do that? I am going to review the live action series. In fact, I'm going to do a review of the live action series. I'm going to do it in the style of my out of the theater reactions on my YouTube channel. Um, and then I'm going to do a full spoilers review on the Zeke Sedzo show next year. You know. Um, and. Um, but. I'm not going to review it in this style anymore because I feel like this is now the perfect time for me to say goodbye. This is the perfect time for me to say goodbye to this show. And I got to do exactly what I wanted to do ever since I started my YouTube channel in 2015. Ever since I made the decision (laughs) that I was going to make the content that I wanted to make, And that I wasn't going to let anybody tell me that I can't do it. I wasn't going to let that happen. And this show was part of that. You know, I remember speaking to um, a coworker of mine right around the same time that I started this show. Because I, you know, I I did end up getting a job uh, later on in the pandemic and uh, I remember one of my coworkers telling me, you know, this this show, I don't know, Zig, I mean, it's it's your least viewed sh-. Like, because when it first started, there wasn't many views for it. Not a lot of people were listening to it at first. <clears throat> it took about five episodes for people to actually start paying attention to it the way I wanted it to. Um, and I remember somebody telling me, you know, you should just not do it. And then I just said, you know what? I'm going to trust my gut and I'm going to just stick it through until the end. And you know what? This show, it hasn't gotten like millions of views. It doesn't have millions of listeners. But yet again, my whole podcast doesn't have many listeners. My YouTube channel only has 160 subscribers. But you know what? The, the, the audience that is here, the audience that is listening to this really does care about this stuff. And that's why I kept it going. Despite the fact that people have told me that I should have canceled the show. 
Because guess what? To the Batcave got canceled. That show flopped more than any other show I ever did. The re the re the resurrection of Throwback Thursday gone. That one also flopped really bad. You know. Um. But this show never had a. Ah oh man, now I gotta cancel it. And I'm really, and that's because you guys. That is because you guys have been so great, and you guys have followed this show for a long time. But that being said, guys, that will do it for this week's final episode of Avatar The After Show. It has been one crazy journey. Um, a total of... You know, we we had season one in 2020. Then we did the first five episodes of season two in 2021. Then we came back in 2022 with the rest of season two. And then capping it all off with season three in 2023. I'm so glad that you guys have joined us for this crazy ride. Um, And uh, I am very grateful for that. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Um, tomorrow there is going to be a, the brand new episode of the Web Slingers podcast and the final episode of the Web Slingers podcast. Um, I know I have never, I haven't done an episode of the Web Slingers podcast in a long time. So it is going to be bittersweet to kind of wrap that up. Um, but also don't, uh, the Christmas special, the Zeke said so Christmas special is making its return um and uh i i you know i actually just recorded it with michael um so it's going to go up this upcoming saturday and it's that's going to be the ending of this year's uh edition of the Zeke said so podcast um and then the Zeke Setso show is going to turn into a monthly show. Um, we're going to do the Zeke Setso show every month. And it will be the only show that we do in 2023. Now that's not to say that the Web Swingers podcast can't make a return. That's not to say that we won't do any more recap after shows. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll find a show. I mean, heck, I might start watching One Piece and maybe... I might start watching the the One Piece anime and start uh, doing after shows for that one, um, but uh, I'm 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 very happy that you guys joined us for that. But look out for this week for the rest of this week for the web the Web Slingers podcast and the Zeke Sensor Show Christmas special. Um, and that will do it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the podcast, please share and subscribe. I think I should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke the Geek said so. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace out. And you know what? I realize that I've never really given this show its own catchphrase. So I'll just kind of wrap up by uh, by saying Avatar States. Yep, yep.
break apart the cracks inside to find what's underneath but they found more questions to the answers that you see your destiny is not decided by another's wants look in yourself and listen closely to your heart's response you can't always see Don't be so afraid 